Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on the Apple iPhone SE. Now, I'm sure you're probably wondering where I've been and why I haven't been posting very much lately. And just to give you an update, I was hacked. Not necessarily the podcast side of what I do was hacked. Nothing on the podcast is hacked or anything like that. Everything's fine on that side. But my personal stuff was hacked. Emails, the whole nine. In fact, my phone number was completely ported away from me without my knowledge until the phone shut off. So it's been an interesting few days for me, but we're going to keep rolling. And the thing I was thinking of with the iPhone SE was not necessarily going to kind of do an in-depth review of the, the, the SE itself. But really, what do you get in relation to the iPhone 11 besides the A13 Bionic chip? And I was looking at some of the specs and really and truly, you're not giving up a whole, whole lot for the money. The main difference between the two is going to be the size of the phones. The iPhone 11 will get you a 6.1 inch screen. It's a 19 and a half by nine inch uh, aspect ratio IPS panel. The iPhone SE is going to be a 4.7 inch screen. It's going to be 16 by nine, and it's also going to be an IPS panel. So they're both very similar, just very, the difference is going to be in size. Now, the next big difference is going to be in Ram. You get starting at four gigs with the iPhone 11, you get three gigs with the iPhone SE. Now that should be plenty enough to power anything that Apple has on, on deck as far as anything in the app store. The iPhones are definitely not as far as RAM heavy as Android phones are. So doing with a little bit less will not really hurt you very much. The next big difference is going to be in battery capacity. The iPhone 11 has a 3110 milliamp battery, which should get you all day battery life. But granted, with that bigger screen, that does sip that battery a lot more. So. The iPhone SE is going to come in at 1,821 milliamp battery, but being that the screen is smaller and the aspect ratio is a little bit different, that should get still leave you all day power without any issues. You're still getting wireless charging on top of all of that. Now, one of the big draws of any iPhone is going to be the cameras. On the back of the SE, you get a single 12 megapixel sapphire crystal lens cover, which is somewhat sapphire, but not really. But anyway, you do get one single 12 megapixel camera with that one. With the iPhone 11, you'll get a 12 megapixel main camera and you also get a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera. On top of, you also get with both, you get the ability to record in 4K, full HD, the whole nine. Now, if you're a selfie addict, you may be a little disappointed with the front camera. The iPhone SE only has a seven megapixel front shooter with the 12 megapixel on the iPhone 11. Now, if you're looking for a headset jack on either one, you're kind of out of luck. They do both come with Bluetooth 5, both come with Wi-Fi 6 compatibility, so you do get compatibility with Wi-Fi AX as well as Wi-Fi 5 or AC with both. So all in all, to be honest, for the money, the iPhone SE is actually a really, really good contender, and it's gonna throw the likes of Motorola and Google in this budget category, 
is going to kind of throw them for a loop a little bit. I can promise you. And whenever the Pixel 4a comes out, probably in a month or so, look for it to be right around that same price tag, if not a little bit cheaper, just to undercut Apple just a slight bit. But for the money, you really can't go wrong. It looks to be a solid phone. You're not giving up a whole, whole lot as far as hardware goes. Now, granted, if you take a lot of pictures, the dual cameras may serve you a little bit better. And you might not kind of want to take a step back two or three years to that single camera. But, hey, I'm sure with Apple's processing and their cameras, it'll still take great pictures. I, I have no doubt about that. There's really no iPhone that does not take good pictures. Some are a little bit better than others, I will grant you. But for the most part, Apple phones take great pictures and great video. So I have no reason to suspect that this one would be any different. So really, should you upgrade? Well, if you already have an 11 or an iPhone 10, I would probably shy away from it. Just from the mere fact of you're really not getting much of an upgrade if you go from those two. In fact, you are getting a little bit of a downgrade. But if you didn't jump on the iPhone 10 or the iPhone 11 when they came out, if you still have a iPhone 7 or an 8, then you may really want to look into this one as far as an upgrade goes. Because with that A13 Bionic chip, it's going to be scores faster than what you have now. So you might want to look at seriously into this one as being an upgrade possibility. Thank you all for listening. This has been My Two Cents.